Good morning. Today is December 23rd. We are on this Advent journey together. My name is Matt Leroy, and this is your wake-up call. Today's entry is entitled, Where is God? Our scripture reading for today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Before we keep going, I'm going to pause here a moment and remind us about a challenge at the end of yesterday's recording, the challenge to reflect on, meditate on the name of Jesus, to simply pray the name of Jesus throughout the day. And you may want to hit pause right now and remember that experience, reflect back on that. Or maybe you didn't get a chance to do that yesterday and you want to hit the pause button right now and do that now before we go any further. Maybe for you today, when you heard me say the date, some anxiety rose up in you and this sense of rush, this sense of hurry, this sense of burden of everything that there is to be done. And that odd thing that happens at this time of year as we get closer and closer to celebrating the arrival of Jesus. And yet somehow it's in those very moments when he can get crowded out for us with everything else that we have on our minds and everything else that we have to do, the other pressures that we have on us. And so maybe this is a time for you at the beginning of the recording to just hit pause and to reflect on that name of Jesus. Let everything else fade out and let him take center stage. All right. Consider this. As we anticipate the arrival of Jesus, we begin by reminding ourselves of how desperately we needed a Savior in the first place. As we celebrate this season of light, we remember that he found us in the darkness. As we rejoice in our redemption and hope in Jesus, we remember how hopeless we are without him. When tragedy strikes, we are reminded of this desperation in ways that are too deep for words. What words we can grab hold of take shape as questions. Why me? Why her? Who is safe? What is sacred? Where can we hide that is off limits to evil? We light the peace candle in our Advent wreath and wonder if there was even any sense in doing so? Is there any flicker of peace left in this world? And perhaps the most important question of all, where is God in this? Perhaps many of you find this question all too familiar this year as you wrestle with grief and sorrow in a season so connected with joy. The longing of Advent and the hope of Christmas offer an unexpected answer. God is with us. He is not distant from the pain and heartache of this broken world. Instead, in the mystery of the incarnation, he enters into it. 
God becomes a victim of violence, a target of tragedy. He comes into this violent and broken world as a vulnerable and breakable child. We need this good news now. And Joseph needed this good news then. As Joseph's entire world is caving in on him, reeling from this revelation that Mary is expecting a child that does not belong to him, sorting through the broken fragments of betrayal and public shame and private confusion, he receives this word, do not be afraid, God is with you. The prophecy referenced here is originally spoken centuries before in Isaiah chapter 7, and it comes through Isaiah to King Ahaz in a moment of fear and despair. The people are surrounded and threatened from every side. The enemy is closing in. They need a miracle. And into this, Isaiah says that God's strategy for your deliverance, your security, your joy, your deepest satisfaction, your peace, your hope, your future, your here and your now is this. The Lord himself will give you a sign. God with us. Where is God when our world comes undone? The manger tells us. He is with us. The manger tells us he enters into our broken world to be broken by it and so to redeem it. The manger tells us that into this deep and despairing darkness, a light is dawning. The manger tells us to look again in full anticipation of the second advent when Jesus, our hope, will return and heal every hurt to bind up the brokenhearted and wipe every tear from our eyes. He will swallow up tragedy in a tide of swelling redemption and enduring hope. Behold the strategy of God. Today's questions. How is God with us good news in your life? Where have you found him amidst the broken places? How has he shown up? in your tragedies. Today's prayer. God with us, enter into our tragedy and pain with your healing presence. Before we close out today, I want to add yet another additional word here on the end of the recording. I know a lot of churches are going through the wake-up call together, and I love that, that you're getting to experience the wake-up call as a community together. Some of you are doing that and picking it up for Advent. Some of you have been doing that for a really long time. And I love that. One shout out today to one church in particular that is doing that through Advent. And it is my favorite church of all time. My friends and family at a little church called Love Chapel Hill in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Am I allowed to say favorite church? Yes, I am. All right. Thank you to Love Chapel Hill for the way that you embody what we were just talking about today in this entry. You are a little church with a huge heart, and you show up for people in such beautiful ways, in such compelling ways, authentic ways that prove the reality of this promise we were talking about today. God with us for us in the midst of tragedy. Even over the last year, you have done that beautifully for people who have had to walk through grief 
of the loss of family members and you showed up in beautiful ways. You have done that for people who have prayed and prayed for God to answer specific prayers for a really long time and they have not seen God answer that in the ways that they had hoped or they felt the sharp edges of heartbreak in the midst of that. And you've been there for people in that situation, for men and women who are experiencing homelessness in the way that you show up over and over again as the embodiment of the love of Jesus and the way that you invite them into living that out within leadership in your church community. It's absolutely beautiful. So shout out to my friends, family at Love Chapel Hill, lead pastor Justin Simmons, one of the best friends I've ever had, one of the best people I've ever known. And um, thank you so much. I just had you on my mind as I was reading this today. Thank you for the way that you live this out. And everybody else out there, thank you for giving me a moment of privilege to share that. And for the rest of you, why don't you stop and pray for your brothers and sisters at this beautiful little church with a huge heart. All right, y'all. Have a great day for the wake up call. This is Matt Leroy. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.